It's your girl Tara. With the bag and the tag. And vivation Valencia. You are now tuned into the Melanie Sim Sessions Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy, Mr. Bagman Tagman, with your Mother's Day edition. I'm doing something big right now. I'm drinking some rum this 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 time in the evening. Trying to, to try to make me a, a meal, but you know, I was missing some key ingredients, but it still has liquor in it. So that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. like the the ginger, the lemon, the lime. You know, a lot, but okay. No, I'm missing the lime. But I okay. improvise. Okay. I improvise, but Still doing doing a job. Just uh, so. have a mule. I'm drinking what's called a uh, from New Holland Spirits a Holland Mule, which is a uh, ginger soda, gin, lime, and uh, and lime juice. So yeah, it's pretty good. Spicy because of ginger, but pretty good. He say he say he got him an upscale gin and juice. Bleed it, ladies. Passion, ladies. Passion. What you drinking on? Just some. Um... Black Stella Rose. Oh, didn't we tell you from the last episode, change that shit? Stop drinking that liquid licorice. That's exactly Man, what that sounds like. That's exactly what it tastes like. Liquid licorice. Man, you don't want. tell you what to drink in your household, do I? I'm not telling you what to drink, but the fact that you're drinking some bullshit, you know, concerns me. Well, it's my bullshit. My pay, my money. <laughs> So what she said was she bought that big dumbass bottle of it and she still have to finish it before she go purchase another big dumbass bottle of it. You feel me? I hope she go buy a different dumbass bottle. <laughs> so Valencia, what you drinking on? Of course I'm drinking my Carlo Rossi red, red wine, the sweet red wine. People, she got her she got her jug of, of wine. Damn she right. Got no, she ain't got no glass. She got that big jug hitter. You can find those in the in the in the in the store and they like Fifteen, you know, jug, but they will work. Yep, I right still, around that price area. Yep. I still haven't found my, I haven't got mine, but I'm gonna get that soon. Get that soon. Go ahead, go to Jewel. Go to your local liquor stores because you know they ghetto and hood, so they got them. Go to Jewel and Walmart. They there too. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Myers because Myers always have look like they have them on sale and have a good deal. All right. Oh, they be at Mariano's too on sale. Let's kick this. Let's go ahead and kick this topic off. And we're doing a special dedication to the mothers because, of course, we wouldn't be here without our mothers. And, of course, you got three women on here that are mothers. Before we start, <laughs> let's throw it back a little bit. If you were not drinking what you're drinking now and you were currently drinking your parents' favorite drink, what would you be drinking? We started with passion. Ciroc. The rock ain't that damn old. They ain't had no damn Ciroc back in the day. What the hell wrong with you? Well, that's you what drinking some E&J. Look, uh, no, right. I really don't know what my mother talked about right then because she didn't really drink or do anything extra. Probably not in front of your ass. Right. Exactly. Valencia, so. Valencia, I'm telling you right now, all them damn wine coolers, St. Eyes. <laughs> 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 well, 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 man. What, what the, the right. The white and if you was around shit. my mama back then, did you see any of her drinking anything? White Zippendale. No, uh, look, no, she have... probably always had it mixed. You never would have knew. She walking around with fruit punch, but it's there's a punch in it. It ain't that fruit. That part. Though. That part. Right. So, Anthony, you if you were drinking said, your, you were drinking your mother's juice. favorite drink, what, what, what would you be drinking right now, Anthony? Like I said, I don't know what was her favorite drink, but 
what I seen her drink, like I was saying, the wine coolers, you know, some sane eyes, you know, she'll drink some um hard liquor. You know, I don't know what kind, what, what was her favorite, but I seen her drink some hard liquor. Yeah, if you was drinking your mother's favorite drink, what would you be drinking right now? Oh, shit. She like tequila and vodka type shit. So, like, I'm just saying, like, if I walked into her house now, it would be some Patron there or Cabo Wobbles. Um, yeah, she, she drink that type shit. My mother's favorite drink from back in the day, I'll be drinking some damn Coke 45, but now she drink wine. Even a drink, really. Your mom was dangerous. <laughs> Mom was a thug. Yeah, she was a Coke 45 person for, for, for a long ass time. She used to go to the store and get a Coke 45 with a 45 on her hip. Quick plan. Yeah, she used to have the bottles like Don't Be a Menace in Society while drinking juice in the hood. That shit. Tig, Tig, she was, uh, whooping, ass, she was whooping ass and taking names later. What's funny <laughs> is she really it. was. She was the parent in the building that was not afraid to whoop her own kids or anybody else's. So that's actually true. I'm glad I ain't grew up around your mama. She would have beat my ass. <laughs> I would have received so many ass whoopings. Uh, so many. Look, look, look she'd have told me if you come near my house, I'm whooping your ass. I'm be like, uh, we ain't playing. Let like, everybody Anthony. else tell her she was nice. But her kids, my daughter. <laughs> I'm just shocked, passionate enough what her mama was drinking. But okay, because my mama kept her shit to herself. Now you ask me what my mom. And you was, so your drinking. mama was a low key um drinker, and you are a proud alcoholic. You definitely can't be her child. Mom, I left two different parents' lifestyle. Well, now. My, daddy, your my, my, my dad's side was the <coughs> alcoholic, and my mom's side was the no smoking, no drinking in front of your kids. Mm-hmm. Sure, but you are definitely different. <laughs> what? When we said, she got her father's side in her on that note. Hey, after a while, it's fucking kids. I need this drink now. Not later. kids. I need this shit. I had a bad day, and you kids, if y'all don't want to get it, fuck my face. Hey, I, I think if Passion Mama would have had the liquor around, she'd have been in trouble because she'd have been like, come home from work and was like, what happened to the liquor? You know, because Passion out here raising the kids should have been gone. She would have had her glass already pulled up. That's true. Sitting that way for mom to get off. Like, What's the gone because Hold on. my little click likes look. to drink and they they was like, fuck it, your mama don't need the shit. Look, look, they was Valencia. always at my house every day. Valencia, she'd have been sitting there with her glass and look, my mom going through the door. She looking at her like, what, what took you so long, girl? I've been right, like, what, like, where the hell you been? Excuse been my language, right. but I've been drinking. Where the hell you been? Okay, so for the listeners who, or the people that are listening and tuning in, they may not know how we grew up. And of course, everybody had a different way of growing up. Would you say you grew up in a struggle and evolved into something better? Or did you grow from money and, you know, you lived out your dreams or whatever? Because I'm going to say me personally, we grew up in projects. We were not the richest. My mother had nine kids, but she made that shit happen. And I still apply her to this day for that. What about you, my ticket? Uh, I grew up from the struggle, from the mud. Um, yeah, it, it was dirty down there. Dirty. It's clean now. Gives me an interesting perspective. Okay, okay. Passion, what about you? Um, I grew up in a little boat. It wasn't, I grew up in the projects, but it wasn't a struggle for me. It was just the location I lived was the struggle. But mom, I never seen a, a day age where I had to not get something I wanted or needed. So my mom made it happen. Well, of course, that was easy for you. You were the firstborn. Yeah, but I also had other siblings right behind me. Yeah, but yeah. usually the firstborn get the best shit. Everybody else gets the hand-me-down. Yeah, I never seen a struggle. So, I, you know, it was, it was some days where it was like, oh, you know, I really couldn't get that, but I'm not, you know. But it was not like, oh, you can't have that because I don't have the money for it. Okay, and I wasn't And I wasn't a really luxurious type of kid. I just wanted certain shit. And I got it. Yeah, like Bow Wow concert tickets. <laughs> Girl, yeah. All the tickets if I could. Shit. 
if I wasn't in my gatto. What about you, Anthony? No, I didn't um grow you didn't up. Suck I didn't grow up rich. No, I didn't grow up poor. I just basically got the things that I that the necessities that was needed and provided, given that. You know, my ass was a big ass, tall ass kid. So nothing was cheap for me. But, you know, growing up, you know, I had food on the table. I ate, I had clothes, I had a roof over my head. I mean, I couldn't sit here and, you know, get the Jordans they released every month that everybody at school had walking around in. I'm like, now it's like I can I can get a pair of J's and I'm like, I still can't stand. You want them joints released? They got all these damn bots and shit buying them up and it's like now i gotta see him see if i can get him from the store but yeah i had okay 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 but okay. when i say struggle for me personally i don't mean like piss poor we couldn't afford nothing i mean like you couldn't really you like you didn't have a choice in where you live like you grew up in the projects it wasn't your choice it probably wasn't your mother's first choice either but i can't say those were some of the best days of my life because it was like a, it's, it literally did take a village to raise the kids and everybody had each other's back in the project yeah i, I couldn't even go down the stairs without them knowing i was my ass was downstairs yeah i was like what the fuck she can't go back side my mom said you're not running down these buildings but exactly um, you had a neighbor on every damn floor that knew your mama and they would report that shit back and yeah it was also crazy when you i was at the park and my, i could hear my motherfucking mama calling me from the 12th floor Time I bring your ass home. I think I got to go. That was definitely the most embarrassing shit. You can hear your mother from the fifth. My mom was on the fifteenth floor. Yeah, I believe that one. I was like, damn, they like your mama called you. I said, I hear her. And I was already gone by the time I said I hear her. <laughs> uh, for me, when I say struggle, I say struggle because it was just my mother. Uh, me and my brother at the end of the day. So my dad wasn't around. Uh, it, it was a struggle. Like I watched her, you know, make things happen. You know, how Tupac said, I'm, I watched her make miracle every Thanksgiving. So, but it wasn't, oh yeah, we went without because she had moments where she went above and beyond to make everything happen. I mean, that's the point of the, po of the podcast though, because mothers don't get the recognition that they should. Fathers don't need to, but we coming up with y'all's next. What are the most craziest thing your mom have ever done that you would never let up? My mother, a gang tried to forced my brother to join in their gang and my mother went down there and whooped all they ass and before she got arrested she put her hand through the window tried getting arrested and then getting kicked out of jail because you wouldn't shut the fuck up yep that was my mom i, I have a similar experience my a boy down the street used to pick try to pick on me but he always got his ass whooped and his mom tried to beat on me and my mom put her car so i ran in the house where she was playing cards with her friends i ran in the house with her so she put her her car and they uh, and put her cards in her her bra and proceed to go down there and whoop the girl ass. And mom, my mama was whooping the, and her her friends was holding the girl like a cross as my mama whooped her ass. And it was so bad, my grandma had to come outside and smack my mama to stop. Yep, that sounds about right. I swear, back in the days, moms had no motherfucking feel, so you could not stop them. T and what is your craziest uh, memory of you having your mom that you cannot let go? I remember my mother getting um, pneumonia, um, and I remember this because she was working two jobs at the time. She was doing her every day, you know, nine to five, but also uh, basically throwing papers. And me and my brother had to go with her. But in this process, you know, to make sure she covers everything and burning the candles on both hands, she ended up getting pneumonia um, and admitted to the hospital. For me, this is the only woman I know who breaks out of the hospital. And it's because, you know, when you're admitted for something like that, it's not because you want to be there. It's because they're going to keep you there. 
she basically gets out of the hospital and comes back home because she had to worry about who was watching us. One of the craziest things I've seen her doing mother. that aspect. That's a strong-ass mother. That was my crazy thing. All right. For me, was me getting, my, me getting a whooping, even though they told my mama I ain't did nothing, I wasn't even involved. My mom still whooped me anyway because of my sisters. So I still can't let that go. Can't let it go. Can't let it. Crazy moment because I sat there and looked at her like she was crazy after she tried. After she whooped me, like what did I do? I didn't get no apology or nothing. I just got told, go ahead, go in the room, sit down, watch TV. And I'm just in her like just like blank stare, just looking at her. She ain't saying nothing to me all the rest of the day. I'm just in her like this lady crazy. This lady crazy. I know. I, I knew mean, this. They don't say no. I mean, or they don't say sorry. They, they more be like, go in there, like rewarding you. Go watch TV, right? You know, it's like, and then it was like, like probably she ain't say nothing to you, but she probably checked in the rest of the day. It was like, you want this? You want these cakes? These cookies? These snacks? These wham whams? I'm, that's her way of saying sorry. I right. get the feeling your your sisters went behind your back and ganged up on your ass and snitched together. It was like it wasn't us. It was him. No, 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 hey, no. I wonder. That's no, no, it was, they, no, they was in the room. They was they was fighting and arguing with each other. My mama came back there and told them several times to cut it out before she whooped and whooped the ass or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And my like my older stepsister came through. She was like, she was she was like sitting here, like she snitched on my sister because they still back there arguing and fighting. And I'm sitting here telling I'm sitting in the kitchen, was talking to my big stepsister, like, yeah, you see, you see, they still back there fighting. I'm like, I'm like, they want to get a whooping. But I went back in the room because I was playing with my cars and whatnot. One of my cars fell under the bed and I went to go get it. And my mom, I didn't know my mom was coming in, coming in the room with the belt because she, 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 because she caught, because she, she was walking through the house and she heard him. She, she turned back around, and got that belt. Then she, you know, I'm coming from under the bed. She grabbed my ass by the ankles. I'm like, what the hell? Stop whooping me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like in all types of like, what the hell did I do? I was mad. Really I was felt like, like at some point when she got tired of telling them to stop, that you should have intervened at some point and made them stop. No, it was no intervene because we was all it was gonna end up fighting because they. Hey, you and your mama asked me to sit down and go to counseling for this because you still upset about this because you have told this story fifteen times and you have not let this go. What? <laughs> and I think you need to go sit down and talk to a therapist with your mama about that situation because she needs to work that through with you because that is a trauma situation for you. I mean, I. I that, but you don't understand that situation. I learned not to fuck with my sisters like that. <laughs> <laughs> and and trust me, every situation happened. I that's the reason why when you ask about anybody asks about Anthony, it's like Anthony mostly keep to himself. Cause yeah, cause I can't have all y'all in my business. Cause people like to run, talk, talk, gossip, run their mouth. I'm like, nope. I'm I'm the one to sit back and just like peep everything. Like, oh, I'll let you know what you need to know and keep it moving. I have a question. What is one of the strongest memories that you realized your mom was always going to have your back? Shit, I don't even think it's a specific thing. She just, she ain't play about none of her goddamn kids. She don't, it don't matter what her kids came to her and told her, she was going to defend them at all fucking costs. So it wasn't no going back on that. I just know whenever my mom is mad at me, it is something that uh, triggers her. You know, even if she's mad at me, even if she's mad at me, she goes, and it's something she has to flip a script, a, a script and say, hey, don't fuck with my child. She would definitely flip it and just say, fuck it. I'm, I'm rocking with my child no matter what. They be like, you just met her. I don't give a fuck how mad I'm mad at her. She's mine. That's your child. I expect nothing less. I'm going to do the same shit for my kids. But it's also the, the commitment to try to get up after losing both of my brothers. And still move on. That's definitely true. Because after my mother lost my brother, I didn't think she was going to do shit else. 
But she kept going. My first mother, I thought I was going to lose her, but she came back. But when I thought, I thought, uh, after we lost my second brother, I thought that was the end of everything. She was not going to move past this because she was already struggling with the first child. Losing the first, her, um, her baby boy. And then go around losing her oldest boy. I thought she wasn't going to come back from it. And I realized she had, you know, she has her moments, but she actually still moved past and still living her life. Yeah, because if she don't come back and help y'all, like who going to hire y'all back if she just say I give up? So I get where she's coming from because my mother was the same way. She still is. And uh, Tig, I said, what is one of the strongest Mary that, uh, was it? Oh, yeah. The strongest thing that your mom have did that knows that she's forever going to have your back. There is no one particular moment. Um, in that case of her being a single mother, she just always had my back. Anytime I look up uh, or look down, look around, she's there in the sense of if I need her. If I called her and said I was stranded on the side of the road on Neptune, she would find a way. So uh, I can't give you one particular moment. I could just say that she was always there. That's the only parental unit I had that stuck around. So, you know, by default, she was there at all times. Anthony? Well, I was going to say one particular moment. I said I knew my mom, she had my back, was when she finally came up to the school and saw that my teacher was really not focusing on getting me more work to do. Because like I was that I was that kid where I got done my work. The class clowns, you know, if I'm I'm sitting there joking with them, getting getting in trouble. Cause my mom was like, Why in the hell you keep you know, cause I was about to get in school suspension and detention because before I knew it, like I'm getting sent to the office for behavior problem because I'm talking back to the teacher and I'm basically repeating what my mama told tell telling me because I go home and tell my mom like, Hey, teacher done broke me up because I did this and I did my work. And like I had when you look at my grades, good grades, behavior problem. And I'm like, I'm not a behavior problem. You're not challenging me. So she started then teaching. Once my mom went up to start to teach her, my mom was like, uh-huh. She's like, don't have me come back up there for that teacher. I'm like, see, you see what I'm saying? Because my mom was like, she was about to go whoop this teacher's ass. <laughs> Literally. I was like, damn. Because like at first my mom kept like punishing me because I kept getting in trouble. I'm like, look, I'm not doing this on purpose. The teacher is out for me. Like she tried to even make my grades look bad when I know I'm turning in a homework. Nope. My mom had to go up there and talk with the teacher, get things situated. Then everything was cool from there. I ain't getting in trouble no more. But you said you was only misbehaving because you was bored and wasn't challenged enough. Well, I, I did. I like I finished my work. The kids and the the other kids, I was the people, the table where I was sitting there is like, you got the kids who do their work and don't do their work. They sitting there cracking jokes. I'm laughing, cracking jokes with them. I'm like, because teachers say like, oh, you're not doing your work. I'm like, I'm done. You ain't give me nothing else to do. But I'm her having work. to stop the class to correct y'all interrupting the class is still a behavioral problem. So you kind of still are interrupting the class, even if you just laugh. But see, the thing is, I was the only one laughing. She always picked me out the group of people that was laughing. Well, yeah, to... that's not fair. She should have just punished right. the whole damn table. Right. And that's the whole thing. And, and the thing was, she got mad at me because... When I say and told her what my mama said, she was like, yeah, even that. I'm like, then, like I said, until my mama had to come up to school and talk to the teacher. Then, like I said, things got changed. The situation got changed. Oh, you was the first, Kevin Hart. My mama told me to tell you. <laughs> she said, yeah. Tell no. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. I have one moment where my mom had to come to the school. I don't know if you remember this. It was just, I, 
I think I had this crush on this one boy and I thought I was being slick by having him, you know, he wasn't in our classroom. And uh, I told the teacher I wasn't going to do nothing until they went to go get him. I think I was, I thought I was bold as fuck at one point. My mom came upstairs, came to that school and whooped the fuck out of me. I remember it, but I definitely believe that shit. <laughs> like, I thought I was bold as fuck. And I was like, yeah. And I was in there talking hella shit. And my mom came up there with my ass. I was like, I ain't going to do this shit no more. Fuck all y'all niggas. Y'all not worth it. Yeah, we knew for a fact if a, if a parent ever came to Hardigan Elementary and it wasn't for a parent-teacher conference for a report card pickup, the kid was the problem. Y'all was going to get y'all ass whooped. It was obvious. You can't whip a kid ass no more. All right, so my question to the group. What is your favorite memory with your mom while traveling? Because, you know, have because I know not everybody, mom was able to take them to places, but when you, she did take you somewhere, what was your best favorite memory? Because you know when you're out in public, you, you, you know if you're brown black, and you get in the store, you better not ask shit. Don't touch shit. Don't, ask, don't even look at shit. But what's your favorite memory with your mom while going people, out? People actually travel with their mom because I only ever went to the store with her. Like people literally travel. No, but I think I never really went anywhere with my mom because my mom never has had a driver's license. She always says she don't want to drive. She don't got time for the crazy ass drivers out there. And she don't do airplanes. Like she's scared of flying. So anything we did was local. We did a lot of local things, but we also did, um, we didn't go big, uh, travel far. We went in Illinois, Wisconsin, Dales and shit like that. Yeah. But I'll say my favorite memory that we did with my mother was going to Navy Pier for the first time when you're a kid, that shit looks huge. Now that shit is overrated. Yeah. I went to, um, Navy Pier. My brother wanted to go to Navy Pier, get on the boats. And my mom told, uh, told me to bring all my siblings downtown because she had a long shift. She worked a long shift that day and she was close to Navy Pier. She was like, okay, just get on the bus, bring the kids, blah, blah, blah. It was stressful to get there, but to make sure all my siblings was on point and keeping them safe, it was stressful. But to, you know, actually do the activity that she wanted us to do was pretty much fun. So my mom used to do a lot of planning trip, amusement um, parks and stuff like that a lot. When we was kids, we used to go get all my cousins, my siblings, my dad's kids and her kids and my cousins on my dad's side and my on her side as well. And she used to just take us to amusement parks, no matter what. Just have us out the house every weekend and everything else. She was actually, she also... She did awesome as taking other people's kids and also her own kids and not asking for a penny. It was always on her, on her dime. And that's where I get that from. When I take other people's kids out, I don't ask for money. That's, that's what I ask. If I ask for your kid, I got it. Don't worry about it. I'm going to feed them. If they need extra clothes, I'm going to go find them some extra clothes, whatever. She did teach me that. Ain't no fucking way. If I take anybody kids to me, they mama going to be right beside me because no. No, because, um, when I did, um, um, my uh, two-year-old birthday party, we went to um, the water park, um, whatever whatever it is. I forgot the name of the damn place. But we took them. I took um, a bunch of kids with me, and I didn't ask for a penny from any parent. No, it's not the money that's the problem. It's the kids that's the problem. Like, they're not bad, but when kids see shit, they want to wander off and explore by their damn self. So your parent needs to be beside you. I don't mind covering the shit, but your parent will be here. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm saying is sometimes, you know what, I'm, I, that's why I said I learned from my mom just that, you 
you know, if you take the kids and check them. And I didn't ask for the parents to come because, like, at that point, I don't have time to deal with adult bullshit. I don't got time to deal with kids bullshit. I can only do, I can only do one or the other. But I, I think it's kids, because we in a different generation, too. Like, back in the day, you had a village helper. Nowadays, that shit is scarce. Right. I don't, you know, saying parents don't want to do certain shit and then they be like, oh, well, I don't have this for this and I don't want to hear the, what you're struggling, what, I, what is the itinerary and what you're struggling with and what you don't do not want to do. Let's just get it done. I agree with that. I just rather just say, I'm, I, like I said, I, when I set my mind on how many kids I'm going to have and I, I set my mind on what they do not, what they might, you know, the what if uh, scenarios. So kids might run, didn't pack your parents might not pack this so you have to go run to walmart and get this real quick it's 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 always something but my mom taught me that she taught me okay if you're taking somebody's kid those that's on your dime don't don't worry about it because that's going to come back to you eventually because to this day my cousin and them all think about the things my mom did for her and my nieces and them when they be like oh there's like empty passion. Can we go outside? I want to come over your house. I was like, oh, do shit, Dobo. They was like, yes, you do. Stop playing. You, your fun. Your house is fun. I don't even see. I don't even pay attention to y'all. But yeah, I can understand that. My mom, my mom took us all over the city. You know, when we did go to Wisconsin and had a water park fun, we did. And still, as when I had my kids, because when I had my daughter, I was still young and I was still trying to be a kid and a mother at the same time. My mom was still letting me be a kid too and a mother and there was nothing wrong with that because you was just growing you have to learn along the way so i understand that but you can't take your kids out over chicago no more old block back oh, in the day is not the same today <laughs> oh you gotta get them out of chicago and do shit now i totally agree my kids will be traveling out the states what the fuck can we possibly see in chicago that we ain't seen already i want to take my kids to california this summer but it's not gonna happen that shit that tickets are expensive well for me uh did a lot of traveling with my mom's uh most of the time it was going back and forth from Detroit to Virginia to her home state. They were just always fun. Um, even when we were being annoying kids, like, are we there yet? Because, you know, we're tired. Like, we actually did take road trips in that aspect. So, I will remember every single time just about family because those were times I got to spend with my mother. And like anybody, we know that time is time. So, fond memories. But I, if anybody else um, doesn't have anything to say. Uh, I didn't tell my story yet. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just saying like my good memories with my mom was like anytime we travel out the state or go somewhere she always have make sure we always got our favorite snack i like that shit she's a totally different person when we actually have to like go to the group whenever if, if she took us to the store to go grocery shopping or shopping she when she going shopping whatever she like she stick to what she needs to get we ain't we can't sit here and warn dogs oh can we have this can we have that like she like no but when, anytime we go on a trip or whatever she's a totally different person and i like that because we basically can get whatever we want because we're going on a trip. I always have fun when we go on trips. Okay, okay. I do got a question, though. So, when it comes to everything you've seen growing up when it comes to your mother, both good, bad, positive, and negative, w name two positive traits and two negative traits you feel like you inherited from your mom. We're going to start with my ticker. All right, I'm back to reality. I, I don't really know what to say in this aspect. Like, I've never start? Really, even if you start, I'm just going to say I don't really know what to say still because I've never really sat back and really analyzed my mother's personality in that aspect. 
aspect. Um, it ain't always got to be her personality. It could be behaviors too that you might have picked up from her. Yeah, I picked up many behaviors from her in that aspect. I was a hermit crab growing up. I stayed to myself in my room. Can I tell you one that I think you got from her? What's that? The will to survive without help from anybody else. Pretty much. I don't like people. Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. This actually a good one and a bad one. Go ahead. Go ahead. As the ability to speak out and the ability to say what the first thing that comes to my mind. I mean, you missing something too, though, don't you think? You got the ability from your mom to also raise your kids without help. I seen that one. You also got the ability to take lead and take control of any situation from her. Yeah, but also that mouth gets me in trouble every time. And you got your, you kind of got your little tips from your love, like from both your mom and your dad, but mostly your mom. Did you think about that? <laughs> How old are you talking about? I am a great woman. What I mean by that is y'all don't sit around and wait for the perfect man to come around. If a motherfucker ain't doing what y'all need them to do, bye-bye, I'm gone. That's what I mean. I don't mean nothing negative. I know, right? I ain't got time for that. I don't play for that Mr. Right. You ain't Mr. Right there. You is not gotta go. I don't think it's a such thing as Mr. Right anyway. I don't either, but I think it's Mr. You you good enough. Yeah. No. Or Mr. Right for me enough. at this at this time. It's it's different times for different men. Because the shit you would have took from an egg back then, you ain't gonna do that shit today. And Anthony right. tell you, I ain't take a lot of shit from nobody. I was just chilling. Anyway, what happened to so and so? You know, I write the legend of ourselves, but we all took some shit. What about you, Anthony? What's good and bad? That you took from your mom? Bad traits I took from my mom. Um, chewing people out, knowing not cussing people out, trying to figure out the positive moments. Well, um, I feel like a lot of people positive moments from their mother comes from how they raise their kids. Well, I mean, that too. Because I'm going to say, because I learned a lot from my mom like raising me i tend to you know flip switch on my kids sometimes but at the same time i'm like yeah i let them get away with a little bit because i know my mom didn't let me get away with something and i'm like man i gotta i can't i can't put the same rules that she could put on me on my kids i had to tweak it a little bit but yeah she helped shaped me into uh being a somewhat of a model parent there's some other positive stuff out there i just can't come to my head because i just that, know um, that i agree with that because when your mom do things different he was like okay i didn't really like that so i have to change something i agree with some of what she did but all of what she did you gotta tweak it for my my I mean, kids but that's every parent on this earth like when your kids grow up and they ask your daughter when she get older the negative and positive she gonna say she ain't like certain shit you did too same with my kids like it's gonna always be that way it's nothing bad about that when it comes to my mom, I know for a fact I got my mouth from her. Ain't nobody going to talk to me sideways or treat me no type of way. And I feel like I got that from her because I saw how people tried to treat her and she cut that shit off at the head. But I know I learned that from her. I also learned not to fear a motherfucker from her. Stand your ground. Never be a follower. Any situation you lead, other motherfuckers are either going to walk beside you or they're not going to fuck with you. But ain't no in-between. Oh, oh, hold on, Balenciaga. It's one other thing. The ability to forget a motherfucker real quick. I don't even fuck yeah. with you. Forget you. <laughs> Yeah, because I, and I, we got one damn life. I'm not about to sit there trying to tell people what we're doing that's wrong. Like, you grown as fuck. You, you know that was fucked up. So don't fuck with me no more. We don't, we don't, we don't, I'm, glad, right. I'm, I'm glad I'm so glad your mama still like me. She's like, hey, she's like, Truthfully speaking, my mother still love all my female friends. The male ones are the iffy ones for her. Like, you know, Jennifer, I mean, Valencia's mother's bad side is like, you know, my mom's bad side. That shit ain't gonna never gonna make it no more. Yeah, but truthfully speaking, the only two people who ever got on her bad side was my high school sweetheart. And I think by now she don't give a fuck at this point no more. But that was way back in the day. And the dude I went to military with, Taylor, she can't stand the ground he walks on. But everybody else, she pretty much likes. She never disliked him. But I also can say what I wish I got from her was um, 
patient. She had nine kids, all the patients in the world. Nothing really bothered her. When she needed um, to do self-care or just relax and rejuvenate, she never asked for it. She just sucked that shit up and kept going. I ain't got that kind of time and patience. My kids get on my damn nerves. Go with your daddy. I'm gonna go find me. Self-care is really important. I wish I had her patience, but I don't. Like, I don't have time for bullshit, for overdramatic shit, for clingy ass shit. I just don't like it. So, I mean, if anything, I wish I would have took that from her. My question is for everyone here, of course, what is the moment that you were probably at your lowest that your mother pulled you through? For me, I was young. I was married and my marriage didn't go well. Yeah. At that moment, I had to rely heavily upon my mother because at that moment, I had no one. And I had to basically go back home like many of us all do when, you know, when stuff go bad, when stuff, it's not how it seems, when we need insight, when we need comfort or relief, when we just need our mother, we, we go back to that person. And for some of us out there, you know, also speaking for them who don't have their mothers, I, I can't say how it is, but you still rely upon the memory of it that, you know, at our lowest we know that that person is there so we know at our highest moment at our highest points of accolades we know they're going to be there front and center but for me that was one of my lowest moments where I, I had to rely upon my mother and she was there I felt like in that time like I was a burden but she was there what about you guys I'm going to say losing my brother because even though she lost her son and that's way more trauma filled I'm, it, it took a toll on all her kids as well like you wake up you don't got a sibling there no more of course you got five other brothers and two other sisters but you grew up with all your siblings so you want them all there so my mother actually had to keep me from losing my shit by recommending me going to the army because I had so much pent up anger built inside of me I didn't want to do shit so she was like in order for you to do some shit like fire off a weapon and not go to jail for it go and listen to the army because the way you got all this anger built up I don't even think a therapist can help. So when I went to the army, I learned how to channel my anger. Now I just compartmentalize every fucking body. So I definitely thank her for that one. Uh, what is one of your lowest moments that your mother was there for you, basically, and she pulled you through? Like When I found out, when I really found out I was pregnant with my first child. Because when I, um, when we found out I was seven months pregnant, I went through a whole pregnancy without. And my mom found out when I found out and she cried. She went out of town to go get my brother and came back. Did a whole 180, 160, um, yeah, 180. So, you know, not the full 360. He came here and supported me and made sure I felt like I wasn't in in the wrong in the situation. What about you, Anthony? For me, I love my mom that she's like my, my good conscious soul. Whenever I was out here bagging, tagging in the streets and these hoes was ain't shit. Even the la even the good girls in my life that, you know, it's just that when every time I feel down or I've had lady, lady problems or whatever, she, she's, she's not saying it's like, my man, this girl done did this move off the bat. She's like, what the hell? Like, she give me that spirit to fight back. And I'm like, what? Even though I did this, I'm like, I still, I'm like, man, she was, she was giving me great advice. Keep my head, keep me level headed at that point. Even though I'm like, man, I feel, I like, I feel I fucked up. She like, you ain't fuck up. Ooh, shit, you do what you need to do. I'm like, really? She always gave me good positive insight with the ladies. But yeah, she still called me out. I'm like, you nasty little hoe. But I'm like, my mom, you, you know what I'm doing. But you know, she still, regardless, I'm a son. She still gave me good advice. Well, speaking of what you just said, what's the best advice you ever got from your mother? Ash. Don't wait on anybody to support you. Always have a backup from the support you're supposed to have got. You could depend on people, but don't depend on them so much. Well, you can't depend on yourself. Okay. What about you, Anthony? Mr. Mixed Cocktail over there. Shit, I keep forgetting to unmute myself. Now, the best advice, <laughs> she, best advice she gave me is make sure I take care of myself and do what I got to do and fuck what, you know, basically what other people have to say 
or you know do about my situation because at the end of the day it's your choice your the way you how you want to roll she just tell me she just basically just tell me what it is and i just roll with it okay what about you my ticket i don't really have a quote that i have from her um more like active life lessons as i watched her as you said watching your mother be strong resilient uh, resourceful you know it, it it molds us to be who we are in a subtle way in a sense of how we carry through our lives. You know, without most of us having strong, strong mothers, strong willed mothers, you know, we would be as weak as our fathers in this aspect for the ones that weren't around and, and vice versa. You know, in the case of some weak women out there who leave it to the fathers. So the point I'm making is that, um, yeah, I, I actively watched her be resilient, resourceful, creative, you know, like I, I watched her make miracles happen so we can be, you know, safe, cure, and, and taken care of. I never really got any quote or insight, you know, like a sage moment. Maybe that's yet to come. And I'm about to be a parent myself soon, but um, my ears are open and waiting for when it comes. The best advice I got from my mom was never try to fucking fit in because while you standing out, that, that table gonna turn and they gonna want to be in your fucking position because you don't follow nobody. Stand your ground, always walk, even if you gotta walk alone, fuck them. But she also taught me that, unfortunately, a lot of people nowadays don't really get this, but she always taught me, every day we had this motto, we would say, you are enough. Like, look at yourself in the mirror. Whatever you don't like, turn that to, into some shit you love. Because what you're not going to do is turn to surgery and change yourself to look like everybody else. So I learned to love me naturally how I am. And that's why I don't fuck with surgery. But I was lucky to have, you know, I have one mom, but I was lucky to have two. As, as a backup mom, it's my auntie. Because she taught me a lot of things. She taught me how to be financially stable. She taught me how to be the woman that I am to understand. Take care of your business. Have fun later. You still have fun, but, you know, take care of your business first. And, you know, to have an auntie like I have to, you know. You no, know, I stay with my mom and my aunt because of certain things. It's not financial things, but to actually have my mom and my aunt to help me on a day-to-day -day basis is always a great thing. It makes things easier for me in life because the, the economy is steady going up. Yeah, I can live on my own, but... Until I'm married, I ain't worried about living on my home. So a lot of parents always say, or a majority of them I've heard say, when they got pregnant, they had they didn't see how that shit was gonna work. But once they had their kid, they realized as their kid was growing up, their kid saved them in some sense of a form or a way. Did your parents ever tell you any by any example? How they feel like you saved them from going down the wrong road. No, nah, because my mom was like, I, I took her uh, sweet dream away from her because I was, I was her, um, she was the baby and everybody loved her. And when I came here, I took her spot. So, you know, since she kind of still mad about that from here and there. What about you, Anthony? <laughs> I'm going to say no. I really didn't like have that kind of relationship with my mom to sit and like, you know, have that deep thought conversation i know i'm just her firstborn, so i don't know what her and my daddy was doing who knows what about you my sister my mother didn't tell me till i was much older like once i became a mother we actually started talking well we was already close but once you become a mother like you get an instant more deeper connection with your mother from a female's perspective most times if your mother has been there your whole life my mother told me i saved her in a sense that she couldn't stand her her um mother's side of the family because after her mom and grandmother passed away and left her and her other two siblings and inheritance they snatched that shit from them snatched their childhood home she said her kids are what saved her because i look just like her mother and her grandmother she felt like even though she lost them so early in her life she got them back so her kids was her motivation to not doing anything wrong because she could have just did a 360 and just been running the streets but she settled 
and made sure her kids were straight first. And she just now started going back out now that all her kids are grown. Give final words to your mother. Well, my final word to my mother would be a quote I'm going to use from Maya Angelou. And she said to describe my mother would be to write about a hurricane and a perfect power, in its perfect power, or the climbing, falling colors of a rainbow. Just okay, that. that's dope. What about you, Anthony? I just want to say and shout out to my mom. Love you. Love you always. Do thick and thin. I know you was hard on me at times. You, you know, I got away with a lot of shit, but I'm glad that you helped mold me into the person who I am today. Because without you, I wouldn't know where I would be at and what I'd be doing. Because when it came down to a lot of tough choices and decision-making, she kind of weighed in time to time on things and helped me see what I needed to do and what not to do. And she also told, you know, gave me good insight on stuff. So love, I love my mom, respect my mom, and for everybody else out there, you only have one mom, in, one real mom in life. Cherish those moments. Try your best to make amends when necessary. I'm not saying rush and do it, but do it in time to where you can come to a point where you can heal. It's never too late. But other than that, peace out. Okay, Passion, what you got? So when it comes to my mother, I would just say, ain't a woman alive that can take my mother's place. That's as easy as going to be summed up as. Like, she was there through thick, thin, good, bad, right, wrong. Even if she was disappointed, she tried to continue to build us up. Even as a grandparent, she still has my back. So she going to forever get my damn support. And to my mom, both of them who raised me, my aunt and my mother, I appreciate y'all teaching me how to be a strong woman without or with a man because you can lose yourself to be in a relationship. And you can also lose yourself when you don't have any support from the significant other you're supposed to have support from. I appreciate you teaching me how to have a balance on life and everything else. And not take other people's bullshit. Agreed. And to piggyback off passion, I appreciate my mama for teaching me not only to be able to live with her, but she raised all her kids to be able to live without her. Exactly. So what is our next episode? Unfortunately, I'm going to say, if anybody got a topic throughout that, I'd do it. I'd wing it. Okay, well, the topic going to be a surprise because we got to go back and look at them. So until then, I'm saying come through then, honey, and you can find me at Vivacious Valencia on Instagram. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers around the world. Girl, wake up and get this tea. And you can find me with Pat on Instagram with on Passion with the Tea. And I want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, including the new and the soon to be. Yo damn tea got a lot of rum in it or some shit, cause Jesus. But you don't even know your damn name today. I had I had a sip of Hennessy before I had that wine. Oh yeah, it's time, it's time I, for her to go. I knew she, I knew she was not just drinking straight wine. I knew she had something else to do with that freaking wine. It's time wine. for us to wrap up. She finna start acting crazy as hell. I didn't have it with the wine. I had hey, hey, let me, let me close out, let me close out. It's your boy, Mr. Bag and the Tag. Happy Mother's Day to you mothers out there. You single mothers, I am not single, but hey. But anyway, you can find me at FBaggy85 on Instagram. Follow your boy. Still soliciting people. <laughs> it's me, Tigger. And you can find me on Instagram at TiggerMSSP. Until next time, bye, bitches. I was just talking to the motherfuckers I don't like in this world. To you listeners, I love you guys, but people I don't like, bye, bitches. Hold on, before we go, Fashion, what you want for Mother's Day? A new life. <laughs> okay, well, I want a spa day, but goodbye. I ain't got time for a drunk ass. <laughs>